Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural, with Radical Change Ministries. I'm out of my mic. <laughs> Let me put it next to me. <laughs> so, welcome to the hall full of people. It's so exciting. I know I say it all the time and it has to happen. God said it. And I was listening to Joyce Meyer the other day and um, she just said she started with I don't know how many people and because uh, that's what she wanted to do and that's what God told her to do and she had so much resistance and, uh, you know, God's word is yes and amen. doesn't matter what we see. Um, and uh, we must just keep on operating in the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And I was teaching last night on, um, or yesterday afternoon, our Bible college, and I was teaching on um, authority, submission and authority. And um, I just realized again, what we submit to, it's so important. And, and, and it wasn't in the, in the manual, but we have to know what is the fruit of the Spirit to test people on the fruit of the Spirit, isn't it? And if we don't know their fruit, you know, I, we were speaking to another guy the other day and, um, and he said he was at this minister and there's nothing wrong with a minister, don't get me wrong. But he doesn't have a clue about his fruit. He doesn't know them. And we will only know them by their fruit. And, and he was so psyched up in the service that he had 35,000 rand in his bank account and he just sowed it. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, it, it will yield a harvest, I know, but I was just thinking, we have to have so much wisdom. I remember when I just got saved, uh, I think I've said it before, and, but you're going to hear it again, <laughs> that people would come to me and say, God said, you must sow this into my ministry, and then I would just do it. Um, I was one, one, there was a prophet, and she came there and she ministered, and she was a, she's still an awesome woman of God, I'm sure. I think she's in Australia now. I'm not sure we've lost contact, but she was kind of like, when she used to minister, and she got spot on word from God, and as prophets, and we all are, we have to be so careful to not step over that line of, of um, manipulation, and that's witchcraft, because it's so fine. It is so fine, and this morning I was reading, but let me first tell you the story, and her son had to go into hospital for an ear operation and they didn't have a medical aid and she phoned me. But when she used to minister prophetically, and like I said, she was spot on. Every prophetic word that she gave to me has come to pass. And it's not because she gave it. God works through her, but I believed it. And then, of course, we have to do all the things. But anyway, and um, what she said, every, she listened or she remembered the people she gave word to that said, you in kingdom finance, you're going to make, you make lots of money or something like that. She would take their telephone numbers and she took mine as well. And um, she would phone us and say, God said to her, I mean, she's a prophet. She hears from God. I mean, I was so overwhelmed that stage. We put them on pedestals. And um, she said, God said, you must pay for my son's operation. And I said, how much? And she said, the amount. Now, those years, it was a lot of money, and I just paid it in. The next time, she said, God said, I must help her build a church. 
And um, I must bring, I think it was 57,000 Rand. Now, in 2003, that was a lot of money, and it had to be cash. So I went to the bank manager, I drew the money, I drove it in my car right to her and gave it to her. I mean, that wasn't a word from God. That was manipulation. And that's what we have to be so careful, especially us, all of you guys in ministry, to not step over the line, to, to just stay in your lane. And Charlie Champ said this morning, when, when you go to a, a conference and that, and there's, there's, there's such a, a manipulation to sow or to, to um, you know, if, if you want a word, the first people that sow a thousand dollars, you get the best, you know, that's wrong. Okay. Be careful. I'm not putting anybody down. You, I cannot charge you money for a prophetic word or for my time. I got it for free. I cannot charge you for it. If you want to sow to it, into it, after, and you feel lit. I'm not saying you must sow today. Please don't get me wrong. I, I don't know why I'm going there. It's, just, it's not what I, what, what I prepared whatsoever. It's just so on my heart. Because we can never outgive God. That's the truth. But we have to have discernment in our giving. We really have to. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to. That's just the, I don't know why. God knows why I had. Maybe some of you are, are struggling with some things. I don't know. But anyway, or somebody online is struggling with that. So I just want to tell you. But like I said, it, it doesn't matter. God still looks at the motives of our heart. So if your motive is pure, like that person, his motive is pure. And I'm not saying the, the, the preacher is not fruitful ground. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we have to operate in, a dis, in discernment when we sow. Don't get hyped up and, and just... Maybe he should have sown, but not everything in his bank account. Or maybe he should have. I don't know. But yeah. It's just a Renata 5 verse 9. Okay? <laughs> so, um, this weekend, we went away a little bit. Um, and uh, our grandson was with us. And my daughter and her husband wasn't going to go with. But uh, she didn't feel well the whole week last week. And... Um, they decided that they're not going to take their weekend away. They're going to come with us. She's going to cancel. And um, they were with us. And my sister um, flew down from Cape Town to visit my brother. And it was close so we could all come together as a family. And at my brother's house, he's got a pool. And, of course, my grandson loves the water. And he just wanted to swim. And um, But it was a little bit cool still. And... Uh, he was around the pool and playing, and, and my daughter and son-in-law was with him right there next to the pool. But just before that, I was playing with him, and I was just holding his shirt because he goes like this and wants to pick up the ball out of the water. And I said to him, um, it's deep here. You can't stand here. You're gonna, you can't walk on the water. And when I said it, I thought I shouldn't say that because we can walk on water. We can do everything Jesus did. You know, I know a lot of people say it's, it's now symbolic, but I think when we're in a situation, when you need to walk on the water, God will let you walk on the water. And um, 
And then I, I kind of, in my head, canceled it. And I said, God, this little boy will walk on water. He will do miracles. And, um, of course, he was trying the water all the time. And uh, later on, they took him. And we were sitting right there. Everybody was there. And in a wink of an eye, he tried to walk on the water. And he fell in. And, but it was so quick. It was... Like in three seconds, he was still on his way from, and he fell right down to the bottom. Because when I turned around, I saw him just coming up. But then his dad was in the water already and grabbed him. And he, he jumped in with, with his clothes, his shoes, everything <laughs> to get his son out of the water. And this morning while I was praying, God was just giving me that picture again of my my daughter didn't want to jump in. She doesn't like cold water, but she knew his dad was right there. And I was ready to dive in. I mean, I was up already and to dive into the water with my clothes and everything. I don't like cold water either. But anyway, and, but you, you, you immediately. And then I just, this morning, the Holy Spirit was just quickening it into my spirit saying that I'm right there, no matter in what situation you find yourself in because my son-in-law was right there and he grabbed him and he was out of the water and he was like <laughs> he wasn't even choking and he gave him to my daughter and she still wanted to to um pacify him but then he, he saw me and he wanted to come to me and I grabbed him and I remembered somebody said in situations like that you have to put them back immediately into the water and I immediately put but he just wanted to swim then took his wet clothes off and he wanted to swim and I realized we're not gonna know what we can do if we don't try it isn't it if we don't try something we're not gonna know if it's gonna work and no matter what circumstances we are in no matter what, how deep the water is or how dark it is, the father's right there. He's jump, he'll jump in. He'll jump in. It was seconds when, when Luan jumped in and took his son out of the water. And he, you know, and sometimes it feels to us so dark. And um, I know I'm taking a lot of stuff from other people this morning, but it's so profound to me. Um, Joel Osteen said in a sermon, he said, sometimes it's so dark and, and you feel that you're in that tomb. It's so dark and, and you can't see. But then you're not in the tomb. God comes and he tells you, you're in the womb. And he's preparing you right there. And it feels sometimes, and, and, and I mean, growth is, is, is sometimes uncomfortable, isn't it? And it felt to me that we're in the womb. Because new things will be birthed from everything. And there's a birthing coming. But before the birthing, there's some travail. There's some pain. You're uncomfortable. I know a, a woman... At the end of a pregnancy, you just feel that you just want this baby out. And when the baby's out, you think maybe she should just go back because you don't sleep and, and all of those things. But um, 
it's so uncomfortable when you lie on this side, it feels like everything pulls this way. Okay, really, I'm, I'm giving you tips now. <laughs> it's going to feel like that. And you're going to have two, so it's going to really be big. <laughs> and when you lie this side, then it feels everything's pulling that way, isn't it? And then when you lie on your back, it feels like everything's crushing you from this way. So you, later on, you don't know which side to turn or to lie. or to. And then you speak to your babies and you tell them, oh, yes, can you just come out now? <laughs> and then those pains start. Um, I had two, two pregnancies and both of them, I had normal births. So when those pains start, you, you first think, no, this, this can't be. And then it's gone. And then it comes again and then you think, oh, no. And it gets worse. And then later on you say, oh, no, just come out. <laughs> And, um, and I really feel um, that most of us is in that birthing, you know, it, it's been uncomfortable, that baby's been growing and it's been pulling and pushing and, and, and it's too heavy maybe, but, but, but when it starts to, you know, when it's going to happen and the birthing is going to come forth, we're going to stand amazed of what God is doing in our city, in our country, in our lives, in our workplace, in, in maybe people's lives that... that that Marco, I know that you you have a lot of children that you look at and think, oh man, this is a lost cause. But but the words you give them, you don't you won't see it right now. But but by the end of this year, you're going to see how those children has transformed under your guidance, under your mentorship. You're a mighty man of God, and and how you are mentoring. Um, sons and daughters of the Most High God, they don't even know it yet, but you are planting the seed and those seeds will grow and it will birth a nation that will worship God in spirit and in truth. I really see that, okay? I really see that. I see how God is giving you creative ideas and, and, and this is just a stepping stone. I don't see you there very long, but um, I just see how it's, 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 it, you are birthing new ideas, creative ideas, especially in education, and, and it's it's coming forth. And you're gonna you have to write it down, and it's gonna put you right there up in 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 educational departments with the wisdom and the insight that you have. It will astound many. Okay, <laughs> well that's a mouthful, but yeah, it is recorded, so you can just go and write that down. Um, I just see how God's really you're gonna. Um, there's such businesses being brought forth for you. I'm very, very excited for you, okay? Very excited. Right. So, let me just get to my scriptures. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, in Matthew 14, verse 27 to 29, let me just get there. Our iPad wasn't charged, so... We're back to, oh, I love the word as well, so it just takes a little longer. Matthew 14, verse 27, it said, It was when Jesus was walking on the water, and it was in the, in the early hours of the morning, between 3 and 6 a.m., and Jesus came to them walking on the sea, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. And they screamed out with fright. Now, you know, I don't know if, if any of you, when we were young, um, there was like, yeah, this is a bit 
25, 26, sorry, I went, um, 27 is coming now. Um, when, when it was like, um, uh, what do you call them? When, when it's all the uh, rides, when you go on the rides and there's a ghost house. Yeah, like a, a theme park. And then, I don't know if you, were, when we were young, you would walk through it. Now they drive with trains through it. And then the ghost would jump out and everybody would scream and, and all of that. So I think it was like that for the disciples. Yeah, somebody's walking on the water. It's a figure. And they really can't see him because it's the sea and everything. And now they scream, ah, there's a ghost, there's a ghost. <laughs> Can you get the picture? <laughs> okay. But instantly, it's just like when my son-in-law jumped into that water, it was instantly. When we saw he was in and he grabbed his son and he picked him up. Instantly, Jesus spoke to them saying, take courage. I am. I am. Stop being afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and he came towards Jesus. But when he perceived and felt the strong wind, he was frightened and he began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me, save me from death. And again, what happened? Instantly, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him and held him, saying to him, O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. See, sometimes we feel when we're in that, it, it's supposed to, we, we're supposed to stay there and keep our focus in that situation. Because you're not going to drown. You're walking on it. But then suddenly we start to look around at, at the wind. You fell, you perceive, and you think of all this, what, what the doctor is saying and what they're speaking over you and, and all of that. But what did, what did Jesus say? And this morning um, uh, they were saying that, um, what's those two, that man and, and wife that speaks that sit on the couches? Um, okay, anyway, and they were saying the, the, the bridge between where you are and where you need to get to is believing. It's that faith. It's that faith, believing that this is what God said. I'm not going to look at the wind. I perceive it. I feel it. I feel this. I see these waves coming towards me, but I'm not just, I'm going to walk over them. It's just going to be like a, and I'm just going to walk over them. It's not going to cover me. What I'm perceiving is not what God is saying about me. Instantly, Jesus reached out. And in 1 Peter 4, verse 11 to 13, 1 Peter 4, can just get there, 1 Peter 4. <laughs> when we were standing here this morning, I come to her, I said to him, don't you have the iPad? No, it's that. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, back to basics. <laughs> okay, 1 Peter 4, verse 11. Whoever speaks 
Whosoever, whoever, who is whosoever? Everybody speaks. Let him do it as one who utters oracles of God. Whoever renders a service, let him do it as with the strength which God furnishes abundantly. Can you see? No matter what, God gives us abundant strength. He furnishes. You know what furnishes when you furnish a, a place? You put the chairs in so that everybody can sit. We put these two here so that we can sit on it. You furnish it. You give it everything it needs to, to, to um, fulfill the purpose that you've, you've, you've made it to be. I mean, when we got this hall, it was a dance studio. Now it's church. <laughs> and God doesn't just do it sparingly. What does he do? He gives abundantly. He's going to give you abundant ideas. He's going to take you to the next level. He's going to let you move in to every promise that's been spoken over you. He anoints our heads with oil. He lets our cup run over. Not just sparingly, abundantly. This morning while we were worshiping, God was just showing me, and it's my heart's desire. It's what I really desire. And, and God was giving me this picture. I got this vision that um, he's sitting on the throne, and out of his mouth came a stream of the clearest crystal water, and he was like vomiting it into my mouth. So um, I was just receiving <laughs> It sounds weird, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was awesome. And um, yes, so I'm just trusting God for new levels and dimensions and really, and um, I know it's going to happen for each and every one of us. You know, when we're faithful with little, God entrusts us with more. I have forgotten your name. You. Yes. Hey. We've never met. Okay, what's your name? Kumbi, 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 I just, while you were sitting there in praise and worshiping this morning, God just showed me, um, it's like I've met you. That's why I thought I've met you. I've, I've met you somewhere. I've been with you somewhere. But you know, it, it's like, um, it's a level of, of prophetic, of the prophetic. Uh, I just see, I don't know if you sing, but um, do you sing? Okay, there's a new level of prophetic worship coming forth from you. It will flow from the oracles of God. It's going to flow into people's lives. I just see there's a sudden change for you, just like that instant that Jesus pulled um, Peter out of the water. Jesus has your hand and he's pulling you up. It's as if you've resisted and you've said, no, I'm not good enough. God is saying you are good enough. You have it. It's in you. That water will flow from you. It will flow into people's life. And as you stand, I don't know if you play an instrument, but as you stand behind the mic or the, the instrument that you are playing, it's going to flow forth. It's going to change. It's going to increase it's going to multiply in jesus mighty name but you have to start opening your mouth and start singing forth what god has placed in it okay kumbi i don't know what that means what does kumbi mean
Amen. Hallelujah. So keep on asking. But speak forth, okay? It's coming forth. It's coming forth. Okay. It's like we were ministering together. That's, that's, uh, that's why I thought I saw you somewhere. I, I've met you. I've met you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lorraine, don't stop praying for your children and for your body. It's going to happen instantly, suddenly. Okay? Re- restoration is your portion. Okay? Restoration is your portion. You have to just start taking it. Okay? Hallelujah. Okay, I was still in 1 Peter 4, verse 11. So that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ the Messiah. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever through endless ages. Amen. So be it. Beloved. Who is God's beloved? It's you. Do not be amazed and bewildered at the fiery ordeal which is taking place to test your quality as though something strange, unusual, and alien to you and your position were befalling you. Doesn't it feel sometimes to you like that? To me it feels like that because I see these visions and, and, and when I open my eyes, it's like, I, I, don't, I don't get it, you know, but God does, and he said it. And if he said it, it's going to happen. So I'm not going to be bewildered. I'm going to be amazed because it's, it's the wonder working of God, and it's not what we see. That faith bridge, I have to keep on seeing it. I have to keep on seeing that faith bridge. But, verse 13, insofar as you are sharing Christ's sufferings, rejoice. So in those sufferings, we have to rejoice. So that when his glory, full of radiance and splendor, is revealed. And I know that's going to happen. You may also rejoice with triumph exultantly. See, we have to start rejoicing because we're triumphing. We cannot lose. We cannot lose. We cannot lose. And then in John 16, verse 33, it says, Have I not told you these things? It's one of my favorite scriptures. So that in me, you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you will have trials, tribulations, and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident. Be certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you, and I have conquered it for you. Okay, so I want you to say this after me. Thank you, Lord, that I am in you. And because I'm in you, I have perfect peace. I am confident. Thank you, Father. I'm of good cheer. I have courage. I am certain. I'm undaunted. Because you, Lord Jesus, have overcome everything. You have overcome this world. You have deprived it from power to harm me. And you have conquered it for me. In Jesus' name. See, we just have to keep on. 
We just have to keep on. We mustn't lose hope. We have to keep on. We have to keep on standing on the word of God, knowing that this is what he said about me. This is the promises he gave me. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be frightened because he has me. He has taken hold of me. He's not going to let me go. He's going to pull me out of every situation, of every fiery trial. And in that fiery trial, the fire in me is going to burn greater. It's going to burn stronger. It's going to burn. I'm going to be so on fire. God is just going to add and he's going to add and I'm going to go places and he's going to send me out and I'm going to say, I'm going to say what he said to me and people's going to change because his word is true and it's powerful. Powerful and it breaks and it, 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 it destroys and it, it brings forth because that is what it is. It's a yes and it's an amen. It's nothing in between. It's yes and it's amen. In Jesus' mighty name, he, he does what he says he's going to do. He's going to put us in places that, that our feet, that people are going to be afraid to tread, but we're going to go there and we're going to tread there and it's going to change because when we step in, God steps in. When when we steps in, the Spirit of God steps in, and it changes atmosphere, it changes situations for us. In Jesus' name. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Let's just see who's online. Maybe there's somebody that, that needs a word from God. I uh, just quickly want to check. I don't know if you checked for us, lovey. Ish. I had it. Oh, here it is. <laughs> hmm. Glenda is on. Oh, well, Lord, thank you for each and every one on this online service and sitting right here, Lord. Thank you, God, that, that you are opening doors that no man can shut, Father, that your grace goes before us, that we, have, we are increasingly growing in favor with God and favor with man. And Lord, you are putting us at the right place at the right time. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Thank you, Father God. You are divinely connecting us, Lord. Thank you for innovating and creative ideas, Father. Thank you, Lord, that we will write the visions down and make it plain. It will hasten to its fulfillment. It will not tarry, Lord. Thank you, Father, that each and every one listening to your word, That it will spring forth speedily. It will spring forth speedily. Thank you, Father. We're not in the tomb, but in the womb. There's protection there. And that that which, which must come forth will. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. It belongs to you. In Jesus' name. The name above all names. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. We are done for this morning. God bless you. Thanks for tuning into Radical Change Ministries. Subscribe for more. 